All right, coming off that last episode about Neighbor Joe, who, by the way, I want to change his name to Neighbor um, Cletus. Uh, yeah, I'm going to use Cletus. Cletus is actually the name my grandpa used to call me because he would, like, forget my name and that uh, there's a zillion grandkids and he would, Cletus. And uh, so then he just called me Cletus. It's a fun name. Um, Joe's just a stupid, not, well, I'm sorry, all the Joes listening. I want to apologize. No, Joe's too generic. I want to say Cletus, and that's what I want to do. So neighbor Cletus, he, um, you know, I talked about him giving me this advice about choking up on a hammer that I really just think is useless and is too much too soon. The last thing I need to worry about is not choking up on a hammer right now. I much more need to worry about making sure my nails are in line with each other um, so that it looks clean, not how I got the nail in, because what you see at the end of the day is not not how you got the nail in, it's what nails you got in where, right? Yeah. Um, and that's a whole thing. But so this is, let me talk about over-engineering. This is how I was thinking about, um, so Cletus gave me some, well, so some of his other sometimes warranted, sometimes not criticisms and in input on the deck is uh, my tendency to over-engineer. Now, so I'm working with my brother. My brother, if he's listening to this, he's going to laugh or be pissed. Um that like he's he's a he's a classic over engineer um now nah, if he's listening to this he'd actually be like you freaking son of a mother um so he he's actually he knows a lot more than me about this stuff he's way more experienced he's been a tradesman his whole life so yeah he knows stuff but he would not deny that often if it is like do we reinforce the this part of the frame or not it's like yeah let's do it let's be safe so he's usually leaning on the end of like let's make this thing as strong as we can um Okay, so now Cletus comes over, and Cletus has built a ton of decks and done a lot of this type of work, and he's pretty pretty familiar with how much you need and what you don't need. So decisions that are made, like do you use 2x6s for the joist or whatever, for the wood that holds up the deck? Do you use 2x6s or do you use 2x8s? You know, um, Because 2x6s are a little bit thinner, but they're cheaper, and they're lighter, they're easier to work with, but you know, A, do they meet code? are they going to hold up well enough um and then uh, you know other decisions we're putting in these posts for the for the railings and the fence on the deck and it's like there's so many things like do you con do you cement these posts into the ground at the bottom of them do you not do you just uh, do you stake them into the ground do you do they have footings do they not are they just uh nailed into the side of the deck is that enough or do they need to be bolted into the side of the deck and do they need if they are and there's nothing to support them on the top and the bottom the very tip and the very bottom do you do you add like cross members on the bottom to attach it to other parts of the frame to you know keep it from from moving um because it's going to be like a fence you know if somebody like leans against it you don't want it to wobble um so anyway these are things that i don't know the right things i don't have a ton of experience with how much reinforcement you need for a privacy wall on a deck if somebody's gonna you know am i gonna build something that um i don't know what what's the tolerance level you know how much does this have to withstand wind what i keep picturing is just like a kid or like people like wrestling or something or just some sort of roughhousing and then just like uh falling into this little this like wall that i built and that's kind of what i'm going off of is i picture if somebody falls into this wall is it going to crack or is it gonna is it gonna do any is there or is it just gonna stay still and hold up you know um that's that's kind of my guiding light also like if i run string lights or if i run like a shade sail or something to the, one of these posts 
is it going to bend? Is it going to warp because it's like held in tension for a long time and there's nothing to support it? Is it going to loosen over time? You know, all these, whatever. These are all the, the concerns. These are all the questions that are running through my head and I don't know the best thing to do. Um, so there's, there's code. You can go to the code and you can like look at like, okay, what are the specifications of like, okay, a deck should have X. And when you put a post in X and so it's not a, uh, this I'm too low level for this stuff. Building codes, you know, are not something I'm really comfortable even finding, um, let alone, you know, consuming. It's like, it's like, you know, and it's, it's like documentation, I think. Um, or maybe it's like reference API documentation where like, I remember a time when like, yeah, I could do the getting started documentation for like frameworks and stuff, but the API reference, the class references with the, like that's deep with the code source diving, no way. Um, and that's what this kind of feels like to me. It's like, I can watch YouTube videos. Yeah. And like learn a lot that way, but I can't really go to this like higher level documentation for this knowledge. So anyway, I'm rambling. The point is, is that I am over-engineering these post reinforcements and and so I've gone to, to um, I hope I didn't use his actual name. I think I might have at some point. But if I go to Cletus and I asked him for, um, you know, for advice, I asked him for advice on like the, the joists, you know, two by sixes or two by eights, whatever. And he's like, you can get away with two by sixes. It's not code, but you can, you can get away with it. Like I had a deck that was 20 by 20, lasted 20 years, and and it was two by sixes all the way. And you do this amount of, of beams and then you're fine. Like that's going to be fine. And that was helpful. Um, because the, whatever Lowe's was out of two by eights and I was able to do that. So that was helpful knowledge, whatever. Um, but these beams, I, I, we, we had differing opinions basically on how much reinforcement these posts need, these fence posts. And, uh, so I guess well, what's the whole point of this thing here? I, I defied his advice and went with more reinforcements. I tried to just use my gut and logic and there's a lot of stuff like any reinforcement I put under the deck is going to be hidden. So the more the merrier was my, um, my basically mode of operating. And I'm glad I did that because if you go up to one of these posts and you shake it, it's rock solid and I'm, it frees me up for whatever. So, but a lot of times while I'm doing this, you know, here comes Mr. Cletus and going, you know, uh, yeah, you know, what, why are you doing that? Oh, you don't need to do that. Uh, you know, and it's like, well, yeah, you're probably right, but I don't have that experience myself. So, so the point of this is basically I was thinking about over-engineering and how I, because I lack experience and talent, I am leaning, I'm erring on the side of more structure than is needed. And I do think that's the right direction to err. I don't think somebody would advise you to err otherwise, but I think there's a few takeaways. One is that um, over time, as you gain experience, you learn how the art, the whatever of using only what you need. And that goes for costs of the materials. Um, in code, a lot of that translates into cost of maintaining a thing. So there's there's definitely ways to over-engineer like everything in tech, obviously. And so I was thinking about the parallels to that. And it's like, you know, over-engineering in tech, I think, is is much worse than over-engineering in a structure like this because, because the, the problem with over-engineering in a structure like this is mainly just cost and work involved to get the thing up. But then maintenance... If anything, it, it'll save on maintenance, you know, where with code, it's all about you're building a machine. It's all about maintenance. So it's much more like if I were to build an engine and was like, oh, you know, I'm worried about this. So I'm going to add this and that and another gear here and two more bolts here. And it's like, OK, now I've created something that's much harder to fix um, over time, you know, 
And so that's that's the nature of code. So code differs than a building structure in this way. So I think it's safe for me to err more on more structure than it would be in code, but you do it in code too. Um, I think that's maybe a good maybe a good thing to err on this. You know what? I don't even know what the takeaway is here, um, but I was just thinking about there's always that that thought process uh, that goes through your head of like, do you over-engineer the thing or do you not, you know? Um, because it's hard to know what a system actually needs. But do we need database backups for this? Um, do we need, can we just get away with like a server backup or let's just say a database, a server? Can we just get away with, a, you know, an EC2 or whatever, a DigitalOcean droplet? How much RAM do we need? Can we just get away with this or do we, and it's funny because I do the same thing with DigitalOcean. It's like, I don't actually know that much about how much RAM and CPU and stuff you need for for like a website, you know, for that gets like a decent amount of traffic. I'm not familiar and aware. I'm not a DevOps guy. So I'm not actually aware about a lot of that stuff. So what I do is compensate at the cost of money is buy a bigger droplet than I probably need. Um, but then there's times where you're like, oh, this, this needs to be serverless because we need to handle any load and whatever. And it's like, that's just wasteful. Um, but yeah, and, it, and I can actually end up really biting you in that direction. But whatever, you know all this stuff. I just wanted to tell you a story about a time where Cletus was giving me advice that was sound and actually I leaned on it quite a bit. But then there were times where I directly just didn't take the advice because I don't have the experience to back it up and I, I really just need assurance that this thing is going to hold. I would much rather have the assurance that this thing is going to hold than save time and money when I'm building it um, to be efficient. But if I was building a lot of these every day, I would need to really hone in on what do you actually need? How little do you need? Basically. Um, that's the thing. And I don't know. And what actually spurred this whole thing on, and this is silly is there were, I had a short closure in JavaScript and arrow function and I had two parameters in it. And then I just changed it to one parameter. And, uh, because the function changed, the needs changed and I took away the parentheses and I was like, huh, I just took away the parentheses because it's my own personal rule. You don't need the parentheses for an arrow function um, if you only have one parameter. So I remove them when there's one parameter because that's generally my philosophy is like only use what you need. And I thought, ah, that's much like Cletus's philosophy when building things. He's at that level where he has those things and he sees that and he goes less, 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 but just what you need, just what you need optimize, optimize, you know, and that's sort of my mentality with programming, but I'm not at a high level with building stuff. So I over-engineer, I do too much. I add more brackets than I need. I add more nails. I toenail things more than I need. I just add more of everything because I don't know how little you need, you know? Um, so that's that, whatever. Here's a meandering on over-engineering. See you later.